He saw my frustration and anger with work and asked Heather, who can you change? Welcome to the LAMP Podcast, where we are shining a light on the stories of caregivers. Welcome back to the LAMP Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Labrie. A while back, I had a, I had a job as a unit-based educator at an academic medical center. And in that role, you know, I did a lot of different tasks, including onboarding new staff, um, annual competencies, rolling out new initiatives, But one of the things I did was support the new grad residents training program. And part of that support meant I helped teach certain aspects of the class or or skill validation, but I also supported the mentor meetings. We had like these debriefing sessions and mentor sessions, and I helped support mentoring. I had a partner educator who, who ran the session with me. And our very first session was always about, like, how did you end up in nursing? And, you know, my partner would always share this story of, like, her, you know, deep commitment and passion for nursing and how she became a nurse because she knew exactly what she wanted to be from a very young age. Nursing was all she wanted to do. And, you know, that kind of love for the getting your nursing uniform and the pinning ceremony and... This, this commitment to a profession. And some people have that like real identification with the role of a nurse as being like who they are, who they always know they were meant to be. And I used to listen to her and always think it was amazing and also so different from myself. You know, my story was always, uh, so I was like pregnant when I was 16 And I was in anatomy and physiology, and I was looking at a job board in the class going, okay, I'm good at science. I like this class. Like, what can I do with it? Because I'm going to need a job. (laughs) So I didn't arrive to nursing with this, like, deep passion and commitment for the profession per se. I do have a, you know, desire to work in a way that fulfills me, but that's not how I ended up choosing nursing And I would often like wonder, like, does, you know, maybe I'm not supposed to be a nurse. Is my story like show that I'm not really committed to the profession or that I don't have passion for my work? And, you know, we hear so many messages about like, follow your passion and like what you're meant to be in life. And, and, and listening to her story versus mine always made me wonder, like, does this mean I'm not meant to be here? Granted, at the time, I was kind of having some, you know, compassion fatigue, some burnout related to nursing, and definitely wondering what I should be doing with my life. Today's story is from Heather, and she's going to share us her journey into nursing. And I think it shows us that everyone's journey is different, and one person's journey is not better than yours or less than yours. They're all just different journeys, different stories, and the way that we ended up where we are isn't better or less than another's. Let's hear from Heather. Here's her story. 
I became a nurse out of necessity. This was not my lifelong dream, but it seemed a good fit for me. I felt that I worked well with people and I had no squeamish reactions to blood. I always saw myself as a caregiver and a healer, always wanting to help a crippled bird or make sure an animal had a proper burial. As a child, I wanted to be a veterinarian. I loved taking care of the sick and injured animals. We raised puppies and I remember helping my mom take care of two pups that the mother refused. We would bottle feed them waking up through the night every two hours, wiping them with warm cloths to mimic the mother's tongue cleaning them. I loved nature and I loved music. Everything in my life was about life and creativity. As a teenager, I was very involved with 4-H and many of my projects centered around our horses and veterinary science. I gave shots to our animals and medicine, doctoring any skin disorders and injuries. We even had an episode where our horses were spooked and ran through some temporary fence and the barbed wire ripped the flesh from my gelding's chest. I spent the next couple of weeks cleaning and treating his wounds, taking care of the lacerations on his legs and on his face. Music was a huge part of our life. My family was involved in church and I played the piano and took guitar lessons. My dad insisted that we learn how to play music because that was something we could do for the rest of our life. We may not be able to bounce a ball, but we could sit down and play the piano. I sang and was involved with high school choir and church. I enjoyed acting. I was involved with all of our Christmas plays and loved sharing those creative arts with others. I was a good student and applied myself and received high marks in my report cards. I was in the honor roll and even had scholarships awarded at graduation for music, which was very natural. Even having the opportunity to perform at our governor's inauguration once being involved with all state choir, traveling around the state and the country for competitions. So when I had these scholarships to go become a music teacher, it seemed right, but my lifelong dream had been to be a veterinarian and I struggled. I was conflicted. I was scared to go to college. This was, was all so new and couldn't I just stay home and, and can and garden and, and help my mom in the home. I admired my mother because she was a stay-at-home mom and she took care of our home. My sisters and I, my aspiration ultimately was to be a wife and a mother because I admired her so, her strength, her perseverance, her determination. But because of that fear, I allowed the fear of something unknown 
to prevent me from seeking out my goals, from seeking out my dreams. I met someone at church and we kind of hit it off. He was older than I was, much older, 13 years, nearly a generation that separated us. But some slight chances of fate, <laughs> or so I thought, ended up bringing us to a place and he proposed and I accepted. And four months after my graduation at 18 years old, I became a wife. This got me out of college. <laughs> And I worked hard and made my home a beautiful place. I mowed the lawn and took out the trash and helped with the construction of our new home. I did the laundry and made sure dinner was always ready when he came home from work. Nearly two years into the marriage, things started shifting and changing. It was becoming more of a challenge. And over the course of the next 10 years, I would see that my marriage was deteriorating. It was during this time that I knew I needed to do something different. I knew I needed to find a, a career, some way to support myself and, and my young son. Oh, I had worked many jobs, the local markets and at a business, answering phone calls and doing customer service that that wasn't going to be able to support me. I needed something that would give me security and a potential for growth. One of my coworkers happened to mention that her sister was teaching for a local nursing program in the community college. What did I have to lose, I asked myself. I did pass my entrance exam and was ready for college level math and English. And I was excited because it had been 15 years since I had been in high school. I enrolled as a student in English 101. Was I crazy for doing this? What if I didn't make it into the program? I'd always been a good student, but this was so different. I hadn't taken any SAT test or or even sat and studied for years. Now I was a wife, I was a mother, I was working. How would I add going to school full-time on top of this? The panic and the fear set in. I even reached out to the director of the program and asked if someone my age should even consider going into something like this. She said she would be very disappointed. <laughs> If I didn't, at least attempt it. I'll never forget walking into the community college and the hall being full of people. And again, that overwhelming fear became almost crippling. And I wanted to walk away. I wanted to, to run knowing, having such a lack of confidence in myself that I was prepared and ready for this. They were only taking 20 students. 
we were broken up into small groups and sent to different classrooms, given our tests and like those time tests that we took as children in school, teacher lays it on your desk face down with your pencils and you're not able to pick anything up or turn it over until they tell you to start. Oh, I remember the anxiety in my heart beating out of my chest at that time. A few hours later, we were done. We were dismissed and told that we would be notified via mail whether or not we had passed. It was probably six to eight weeks before I received a letter. Congratulations, you have been accepted into the nursing cohort. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that this was actually happening to me. I had done it. I had overcome the odds being out of school that length of time and being able to pass this exam. This wouldn't be the first time nor the last that I had these moments where I felt overwhelmed, scared to death, insecure, feeling like I wasn't good enough, feeling like I would never accomplish what I was setting out to do. But two years passed and I passed my classes. Graduation came, our pinning ceremony was so special. And I even had the opportunity to share in song at my nursing pinning. I was now a West Virginia registered nurse was so exciting and I celebrated. All of my goals were starting to come to pass. I didn't become a nurse to torture people. I remember speaking these words in writing in my journal after a painful and difficult night in the special care unit. The patient was dying, but was deemed cognitively impaired due to the infection in her body that was altering her mental status. Her only family was a niece that was making decisions three states away. The patient would look at me during the night as we were turning her and making sure that she was comfortable. And she would look at me and grab my hand and say, please tell them to stop torturing me. Please just let me die and be with my husband. That was some of the hardest nights I ever endured. I had the privilege of taking care of her for a week or two before she was moved to more of a long-term care room where she survived for another week or two, but eventually passed. She suffered and she struggled. And I knew that I couldn't do this. This was not why I became a nurse. I became a nurse to help people, to heal, to offer support and love to help them find healing within. Not to just do skills and pass medications and clean up soiled patients in beds. 
I wanted to offer sound healing and touch therapy for my patients, aromatherapies even. And I did have the opportunity during those times to incorporate some of those things to just sit by a patient's bed and hold their hand and hum softly to them or sing, perhaps offering a, some lotion on their feet or on their back to help them rest. That's what I was called to do. That's what I was feeling that I needed to offer, not to feel like I was causing harm. During this time, I was continuing my education as we often do in nursing. I was pursuing my RN to BSN. I was also going through a divorce at the time. And so I had all the life stressors at once. I moved in with my grandmother and then to a neighboring county and rented a small home where my son started junior high school. While I was working on my degree and knowing that I needed to change something in my career, I was searching for other job opportunities. And I found a house for sale and a new job about 100 miles away. It was still within my state, but in a much more populated area. I knew that it would offer a lot more opportunity for both myself and my son. So with enthusiasm and a U-Haul, I packed up my life and was ready to begin a new career in cardiac invasive labs. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't really even know what that was at the time, but I soon found out. My son's dad challenged my right to move, challenged whether or not my son was gonna be able to live with me. And once again, the fear and the insecurity and the anxiety became overwhelming. I was so frustrated. How could this happen? Everything was moving along so smoothly, so perfectly. Two weeks before school started, I did receive notice that my son was going to be living with me and attending school. I was ordered to pay all of the attorney fees, both mine and my ex's, but I didn't care. For me, it was just money. I would have my son. And I always told him that relationships was the most important thing that we can have in this life. The next year was a challenge, working full time and picking him up and dropping him off for school taking him home on the, to his dad's on the weekends and holidays. There were days and weeks that I questioned what I was doing and whether or not I had heard my intuition correctly. I was on call with the cath lab 50% of the evenings and weekends, plus working Monday through Friday. But I survived and became stronger and more confident in my independence. The culture of the cath lab, however, became overwhelming for me. I enjoyed my team, we worked well together, and I loved being there to help people through an acute heart attack. My coworkers even complimented me saying that I was the only one that had any empathy and that 
anything ever happened to them, they wanted me to take care of them. I was very honored by that, that I needed work-life balance. I never felt like cardiac cath lab was my true calling. It was intense. It was full of chaos sometimes. And once again, I felt like I was dying inside. I felt like I had no options. I needed the extra call pay to, to pay for my home and pay off attorney fees. How would I make ends meet? I'd need to get another job, but how could I do that? I found myself searching for alternatives online and I came across the American Holistic Nurses Association. What was this, holistic nursing? I'd always identified myself as a holistic person in my own life, but I didn't realize this was an opportunity for my career. I began spending time looking through the site and determining how I could become a holistic nurse. I was fortunate at that time to be dating an amazing man who asked me this question, which really propelled me into a new mindset. He saw my frustration and anger with work and asked Heather, who can you change? I knew the answer. I could only change myself. And so little by little, day by day, moment by moment sometimes, I began looking at my situation in a different light while continuing to find answers for myself. I came across the name of a holistic nurse who lived within a couple of hours of my home. And so I reached out to Jan via email and we set up a time to talk. And it was that moment that I knew what I was meant to be as a nurse. She told me about the program that I could enroll in to become a certified holistic nurse. I felt like this was my lifeline. I looked into the information she gave me and signed up for cohort 33 of the Integrative Nurse Coach Academy. I bought the books nearly a month before class even started. I felt a breath of life sweeping over me and we hadn't even begun. Then COVID arrived. The world seemingly shut down, except for healthcare. Suddenly everything changed. No one knew what was going to happen. All we knew is that we had never been in something like this before. The fear and anxiety became crippling for many. Hospitals were overwhelmed. PPE was in short supply. However, one month into the shutdown, I began class, all done through an online format. I felt like I was home. I spent the next six months learning the art and science of nurse coaching. I learned about myself. I rediscovered who I am and learned to love myself again. I was so grateful that I was able to change jobs from cardiac cath lab and move into a wellness position in an outpatient clinic in the midst of COVID and within my healthcare system. My physical, mental, emotional, financial and relationship health began to flourish. 
I am no longer the same person I was two years ago and definitely not the same person I was nine years ago when I first started nursing school. I can look at myself in the mirror, I can smile and say, I love you. I'm learning to trust myself implicitly. I'm continuing my lifelong love of learning as I study energy healing and chakra balance and even quantum physics. I am using the tools and the calling as a nurse coach to help others find healing within just like I did. I've been there in the place of brokenness and heartache, but there is hope and healing. I found it in 2020, the year that many want to forget, the year of hell for healthcare workers, a year of death. But for me, it was in the darkness that I transformed into the beautiful being that I am, that I always have been. Now, the woman who can share her sense of awe and wonder with those she loves and those she's never met. To know that I am heard and seen. To tell you that you are heard and seen, that we each have a purpose and a place on this earth to do amazing things. I am continuing to move forward in my nursing career as a health coach, guiding others into finding their true path of healing, the true self, that inner self, to find love, to be love for the world. Thanks again for listening to The Lamp Podcast. And thank you, Heather, for sharing your story. You can find more about Heather over on Instagram at Hope and Healing 20. That's Hope and Healing 20, where Heather is an integrative nurse health coach, a registered nurse, the mom of an amazing young man, and the partner of an amazing man. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. As always, you can find us on Instagram at thelamp.podcast and at our website, anchor.fm forward slash thelamppodcast. Catch you on the next episode. Be as a lamp unto